Wait, I can't do you now because I'm going to try and do your therapy voice. Hi, this is Emily. This is mental health moment. And then, except for I did it with like my flair. Dang it. But you can do me now. Do an impression of me. And I am Lara. Oh my gosh. Like, now you totally nailed me. Oh my gosh. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now. I'm Emily. I'm Laura. And this is Mental Health Moment. Yeah. All right. So today... We thought we'd delve a little bit more into how to know if you have a good therapist or not. Right. Because they are not all created equally. No. Yes. You know, different uh, experiences and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. I know in our first episode, we talked about when you may need therapy and we maybe touched on it a little bit. But, um, you know, I think it's really good to kind of delve into specifics of, okay, is this a good fit? And how do I know if this is a good fit for me? Right. Because like Lara just said, you know, they're not all created equal. No. There's, oh, yeah. Well, and I've read that, um, because when I was first starting therapy, it was sort of like, okay, I I am going to resign myself to this because I really do, I was so anxious, I was like, I really do need help. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... It was not exactly, that's not exactly the winning attitude of like, like <laughs> why you need to go to therapy. So I did a lot of research because I was like, I don't know if I trust this. This, this doesn't really feel like me. Um, and one thing that I consistently read in multiple different sources is it doesn't matter the approach, like if it's CBT or, you know, mindfulness based or whatever, as long, if you have a good relationship with your therapist, yes. that's the number one indicator that therapy is going to be successful is if you have a good relationship with the therapist. Is that true? Yes, yes. that's true. So, um, multiple researchers have looked into this and it really does the therapeutic alliance is what we use in the therapy world okay. is, you know, how, how strong is your therapeutic alliance? Like how, mm. how like bonded, bonded are you guys, are you, guys yeah. you know, in like this healthy therapy way. Right. And, uh, Duncan and Miller, they did a ton of research. They're like all over this. Um, they Re- wrote a book, not read. Wow. They probably read, they their read own it book. after to make sure it was okay. Right. No typos. Spell check. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. But it's called The Heart and Soul of Change. And it basically is all about just how to make sure that you work on that therapeutic alliance. Yeah. Uh, because therapeutic alliance or how comfortable you feel with that person, that is so key right. in any type of therapy. Right. If you, if you have a good relationship, you're going to have success because you will trust your therapist when he or she challenges you to do stuff that you don't, that are new to you or that would require new neural pathways and habits. And that's always a little scary when you're doing new, new things and trying to undo years of learning bad right. habits, you know, mm-hmm. it's really important to trust the person that you're seeing. So yeah. Yep. <laughs> Is it really critical? Yes. Yeah. So for you, when you decided to go to therapy and stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, how did you know your therapist was a good one. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. We actually did touch on this. I think it was in the first episode because you were like, it should feel safe when you go to therapy. Therapy should feel like a safe place. And I was like, that is so weird because I remember distinctly being like, oh my gosh, like you just way opened up to a stranger. Like, why did you feel so safe? That's crazy. You don't know him. And I was like (laughs) a little bit like caught off guard by that. Um, I think that's because, uh, my therapist did a really good job of making sure it was a safe place. Um, and then it's funny, we were just talking about being bad at feelings. Um, when, 
I was new feeling my feelings. Um, I would go to therapy and I would be like, I would find myself like getting upset or like crying over stuff. I was like, I didn't know I was upset by that. It was because I wasn't used to crying or that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it was like a safe place to try it out. And so I feel like my brain was just like, well, let's see if we can't get all this crazy out right now. So there was like a couple weeks <laughs> when every time I'd go to therapy, I was like, I'm going to cry for like almost no reason just because I think I, I can for the yeah. first time. Like it's new to feel like I can talk about stuff. So that that's another evidence of like feeling safe, right? Yes. Um, and I think, you yeah. know, along with that is, I mean, not only do you feel safe enough to try that out, but I think that if you feel like when you're in that space, you really can try stuff out or you can actually voice things to yeah. that therapist that you don't, that's kind of always been that internal monologue. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign. That is a good <laughs> sign that you are with the right therapist. Right. Or yeah. like, it's, it's hard though too, cause I don't want to discourage people, um, who are, you, cause things happen in phases. So I had a phase where I would get upset. Like I would talk about things that I was like, apparently I need to talk about all these things that make me cry. Cause I'm crying a lot. And then that kind of ended. And then it can also be a sign that therapy is working, that it gets hard. Like yeah. it gets really hard and you get, um, I, for a long time, um, I had like a, a rough patch with my therapist because I felt like we were getting to the heart of issues, right? Yes. And it was scary. And so I started getting like defensive or I would like project things I hated about myself onto my therapist, which is very normal. Like there's a whole type of therapy that like encourages that nonsense, that psycho, psycho therapy. No, (laughs) because I called something that like Freud did or whatever, where like the therapist just lets you project stuff on them on purpose. Psychoanalytical. Yeah, that stuff. Psychodynamic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like psychodynamic better though. I read about that one and yeah. I feel like I was, I was engaging in that even though that's not what my therapist is like trained to do, but it was like, this is happening. Like I apparently need to work this out. And it, it was rough to go to therapy for like a long time mm-hmm. because I was working stuff out with him, but I knew it was working because it was yes. helping me figure things out about myself. It was like, well, if you are you know projecting this stuff onto your therapist, what does that say about what you are worried about? Like, what does that say about you? And so it helped me have breakthroughs and I got through some, you know, got into the heart of nasty things down deep in my subconscious or whatever. And it was like, well, but see, you've been worried about that a long time and you just weren't, you couldn't see it because it's, you've been, you know, not wanting to look at it it and disconnecting and and doing all that stuff. And and now it's out. So sometimes therapy, it's not always going to be like, Oh, you feel like super safe and you cry and it feels good. And then you're happy afterwards. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to be like, I hate this person. Like, why are you so mean to me? And it's like, he's not mean to you though. Like he did nothing to you. (laughs) And you're like, why do I feel this way then? And it it takes a lot of self-reflection, but if you can, if you can be a jerk to your therapist for weeks on end, and that person never yells at you, not even one time, <laughs> then you probably have a good therapist. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my poor therapist. He is like not paid enough actually. <laughs> like, oh boy. Anyway. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of ways to know if you have right. a good therapist. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, feeling safe and being able to try things out. And, um, I do want to touch a little bit more on kind of that resistance to mm-hmm. the hard stuff. You know, I think yeah. there is this misconception of, okay, I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to talk it out and I'm going to feel better. Yep. Well, well, you don't always feel better. Right. You know, it's like <clears throat> kind of, there's this idea of, you know, going to therapy and then like 
you and the therapist work together and tie up this pretty package with this Uh bow and you're just like, ta-da, here it is. Here's my life is solved. Right. And, and I think even as a therapist, like in the beginning, I mean, and sometimes I still have that is I want to wrap it up tight and neat and pretty by the end of that Mm -hmm. 50 minute session. No. Well, that's not going to happen. No, I mean, it's because it's real life. Real life. It's not an episode of TV. messy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Things don't just resolve. Right. And there's not like a little, you know, voiceover and like music plays in the background in your bed. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's like, <laughs> so then as they walk away, they know. Like in Scrubs. Yep. Yeah. No. That's not that. It sometimes, it takes, don't be afraid to have the rough patch or whatever. I actually, when I was in the middle of a rough patch, I was googling of course right. you know because that's me right um, that's what we do we uh, google we google uh like oh what happens when you don't like a therapist and what if it what what does it mean when it's going sour or like when oh you're, yeah you know resenting it and i learned about resistance like i was a resistant client at points um what, what? and um i learned that that's a really healthy process and one person i can't remember who like wrote this article put it nicely when they said listen the, the little trite phrase that people say that ignorance is bliss is true. Before you go to therapy, a lot of your bad habits are unknown to you. You uh, don't, yeah. you genuinely do not know how that crazy awareness. you are. <laughs> and sometimes self-awareness is painful, but the truth, another trite phrase that is also true, the truth really does set you free. You may not be as blissful as you were before because you're not as ignorant, but you are more free and you have more Definitely. ability to control your life. And, and learn who you are and how to work with it. And so that awareness is that there awareness. and that, yeah. and that growth is there and, and you really can come up with strategies, strategies. Uh-huh. And it's, it's much more meaningful. It's yeah. much better to be aware of your nonsense. Even if it's painful to look at yourself and be like, wow, so that's, that was it. That's so much worse than I thought or like, not really, right. but like kind of, yeah. Um, it's important to do that. And if you can do that with somebody who is a trustworthy source and who can always give you sound advice and not, um, not, I don't know why, but at one point I was convinced that my therapist was going to yell at me. I I didn't consciously sit there and think, okay, he's going to yell at me now, but I was afraid. And then I realized, oh, I keep waiting for him to yell at me. (laughs) Yeah. Chew me out. Um, and it was like, no, no, that's, he's a nice person. And like, that would be very unlike him and also very untherapisty. So, well, isn't it interesting though? Like, you know, what our brains come up with in, in this, in this therapeutic process where you do feel safe, but then you get vulnerable and, mm-hmm. and people have different ideas of, okay, well, what's going to happen to me when I'm vulnerable. Right. And so it's like, oh, are they going to yell or are they going to react this way? Or are they going to withdraw or all this other stuff? And, and the cool thing is, I mean, if you have a therapist, that's a good fit for you, mm-hmm. you can kind of test those dynamics Yeah. and you can even say, you know, I think one of the most powerful moments is like when a person is sitting across from me and they're just like, you know, I don't want you to be mad at me. And me, I'm like, I'm why, not though. why would I be mad at you? <laughs> like, in my own head. But, you know, then my therapist is like, tell me about that. Yeah, like, what, you what's know? making you feel that way or whatever, right. right? But it's really interesting to explore those dynamics of, okay, let's talk about maybe why you would think to have that reaction or what, right. what's going on there. And, and I think that just... If you can have those emotions and verbalize those, right. that is a sign that you're in a good therapeutic alliance or a good therapeutic relationship. Right. It's good to be triggered sometimes by your therapist. You don't know why, and they probably don't know why. Oh, this is another thing right. I should put out there. 
therapists are not actually gods. They can't actually read your mind. No, as, they can't. As spooky as it feels sometimes how like dead on they are about like various things in your life, they actually <coughs> um, are just mortals who are just like really smart and mm-hmm. like way trained. But um, you you can't <laughs> expect your therapist to always know like things that you're not saying or whatever. And sometimes therapists bless their hearts. They may accidentally offend you. It's going to yes. be okay because they're mortals. But you that's not a and sign. And they say the wrong thing. Right. It's I okay. I mean, you know, yeah. like, because, for example, I was in a session, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and um, this client was having this moment, and I was just like, I'm just going to, you know, help them embrace this silence. It's not what the th- the client wanted to do. Yeah. And, and they were just like, why are you not talking Dude, to me? Dude, like, <laughs> what the... And I'm yeah. like, oh, was oh. this not the thing to do? Huh. I was just trying to help you. Right. Like, yeah. I totally thought I was, like, good, and then I and then I said something, and then they just look, looked at me, I'm like, okay, well, that was stupid. That was but, a mistake. I'm so know. sorry. Yeah. But see, that doesn't mean you're a bad therapist. It's, it's just... Trial and error, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're actually just a person. Right. And so don't take that as a sign that your therapist is a bad therapist. Um, Just realize your therapist is human and they're, and they're going to have off days and they're going to have, you know, like I have days where I am so ridiculously tired (laughs) that like, I'm sure my clients are like, what is wrong with you? Why did I pay my copay? Like, this is is dumb. You know, so just, I think, yeah. But how would you know if you have a bad therapist? Um, they consistently insult you, th- or they don't take responsibility for when you guys have a tense. Like if if they do say right. something that's you know offensive, or they it was an off ridiculous thing or something, or right. ridiculous, and they don't like you know say oh I'm like I didn't mean it that way or I'm sorry that happened. Right. That's a little weird. Or they blame you. Hmm. This never happened to me, by the way. I'm not. I'm not now changing what I just said. I'm just saying, like, you know, this that is, miraculous therapist that, that we I was had just saying. No, it was no, all a lie. No, yeah. like, okay. I, but I just feel like the things that would have devastated me as a client would have been, oh, if they do yell at you, like, if they do blame you for things or project stuff onto you, right? That's really unhelpful. Um, I mean, I guess you guys are allowed to have countertransference, but um, but it's all like. But, like, that's why you, but you staff things with people. And yeah. that's why you, like... I mean, to be aware of your countertransfers can be really important. Right. But, I mean... Don't you guys all get, like, help from each other? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, supervision sometimes? Yeah. It's like therapy inception. Yes. Like, therapy the therapist sees the therapist sees the therapist like sees the Russian therapist. nesting dolls of yes. therapists. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I want to, like, meet the biggest one. He's, like, right. the therapist of all the therapists of all the therapists. But, like, that person may just be God, actually. Like, I think it end, might be. It might be at the end yeah. of the day. Yes. It's crazy. Um, that. Crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, if you do feel shamed. Yeah. I mean... And I think that one's tricky too, though, because it, you have to look at, okay, am I feeling shamed from the therapist or, is or it, am I feeling shamed because of my own stuff? Right, right. So it's kind of that delicate balance. But if you feel like you can't even talk about that shame with the therapist, that's probably not, it's good. Probably not a good fit for you, you right. know? And unfortunately, there are some people in my profession, I mean, and I think this just goes in every profession, yep. you're, you're not always going to find a fantastic lawyer. You're not always going right. to find a fantastic plumber. I mean, right. you know. People just aren't always good at what they do. Yeah. Um, but if somebody is bringing their own stuff into session with you all the time, yeah, from a therapist, like that's a that's sign. not that's yeah. not working. You know, like, and I know for me, I I have a very feminist approach when I do mm-hmm. therapy. But you know, we're both equals, and and I kind of share 
a little bit more of my personal life. Like a lot of my clients know I have kids and, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, it, I make it. Cause it helps you be authentic. Right. And yeah. I really try to just be authentic and genuine and like, look, dude, I'm human. Right. Like, or like my clients will come in and I'll be like, I'm sorry if I yawning session, like my kids suck at sleeping. Right. You know, so at least they know where I'm at. But, um, if your therapist can't be authentic with you or they're oversharing or the therapist starts using your session to talk about their own problems, that's weird. Yeah. That's, weird that's that not happens. a good therapist. Mm-hmm. That's no. not a good session. That's not a good fit. Right. Those are problems that aren't just like a person having an off day. Cause I did have times in my, you know, span of going to therapy where it was like, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time or like, Ooh, dude, you did not realize it, but you offended me. But because I knew I could always trust that that wasn't my therapist's intention, that it was just a mistake and that he would be, you know, mortified to know he like had offended me that then I could talk about it and be like, Oh, I don't know if you meant this this way. It's also hard too, because people, everyone does this. Sometimes when you don't want to talk about something because you're embarrassed by it, you say it in a, you'll present it in like a, a joke, a joking way, or like you'll (laughs) present it in a, people do this when they sometimes come out, they'll Uh like first have a testing come out where they're like, Oh, so like, what do you think about gay people? Mm -hmm. And then when you're like, that's cool, that's fine. Then later they'll come out to you for real. Yeah. Like I would do that with my problems all the time. And sometimes because I was being silly or whatever, my therapist would be like, Oh, like this is a joke. Like this is funny. And he would joke back. And then it'd be like, oh, you're joking about my thing that like hurts my feelings. Like, why are you being such a jerk? <laughs> it's like, you can't, you really have to be honest with yourself. Is the reason that the person didn't react well or that the reason that you feel shamed because you weren't being fully honest or like, right. you, there's just natural awkwardness because sometimes our problems make us feel awkward. Yeah. You, you know, you can't, it's not fair to either blame yourself all the time or blame your therapist all the time. You just have to realize people are human beings and... And you awkward know. interactions happen. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I know for myself, like, I am an awkward individual. Oh, man. Like, it's just like... <laughs> On the daily. Hey. But I, I have to do awkward encounters regularly. It's yeah. just life, man. Yeah. It comes up in their your work all the time, too. People oh, yeah. are like, I need to tell you about my embarrassing, like... <clears throat> like this, that, or the other, you know? Uh-huh. And it's just like... And you don't laugh? Huh. <laughs> okay. Have you ever... I'm just curious. Have you ever been caught off guard by somebody's you know, issue. And <laughs> I, just, I have to know. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. I have. Um, but you know, what's great about it is somebody, one of my professors in grad school uh-huh. who is, ugh, he's awesome. He's phenomenal. He's yeah. like just super hippie, like love it. Yeah. And, um, he, he was staffing cases with us one day mm-hmm. and we were in our internships and we we're all like these green therapists, like we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so you have this experience where he's like, like for me, I had this lady come in and I was like, dude, I haven't even seen you forever. Like, where you been? And she's like, well, my husband died. And he's like, you know what I said? And like no, all no. these green therapists are like, you did this dynamic. You did this modal. And he's like, no, I said, holy shit. And he's yeah. like, and he's like, that is genuine. Yeah, you know? that's real. And so I think when sometimes people like say things that, I they mean, completely they catch completely me. catch me off guard. Uh-huh. I think of his mentality, like, yeah. and so I will laugh and I'll be like, are you for real? Yeah. And that humanness, that authenticity is going to come it out. It helps. It helps. Yeah. And then they can see like, and they'll be like, dude, yeah. I'm like, oh, 
Yeah. Cool. And sometimes it takes away the, the shame or the embarrassment because it's like, no, this is okay. It's just, you can laugh at yourself. It's not, right. so it would be worse if you were like, oh, that's, you're so, oh my gosh, are you mortified? Like if someone told you something embarrassing right. and you reacted like, oh, you're, you're a freak in any way, right? right? That would be so much worse than if you were just like, oh shoot, like that happens to me too. Like, <laughs> and like, and like laugh, like, you know, that's, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah, to, there's been some moments where I've, laugh probably really inappropriately. Right. Um, but fortunately I've been blessed with really fantastic clients um, oh, no. who like roll with it. They're like, yeah, okay, you're just like an awkward, weird individual. Yeah. You're just like, like a human being. It turns out and, and that you're super awkward and yeah. you laugh really at weird, odd things. Odd things but yeah. it's part of the job. I'm sure. Right. You know, it's good yeah. to laugh in therapy. And that's probably another way that, you know, you have a good therapist is that yes. they don't make you feel like you're the craziest person in the world and that you should be in a mental institution. You're so nuts. Like they can laugh and be like, Oh man, doesn't anxiety suck or doesn't, you know, right. whatever it is you're dealing with laugh at it. It's not like it's going to be okay. Like I know as much as our problems, you know, drag us down sometimes it's also good to be like the human condition is just such a joke. Like oh, it's it just is. so stupid and it's okay to laugh at it sometimes cause it's yeah. dumb. So. And I think when we get weighted down with that seriousness of like, no, I gotta be this certain way, oh, gosh, you I know, the more, yeah. yeah. And the more we can challenge that mm-hmm. and kind of roll with it and be like, Oh dude, yeah. no, we all got stuff like let's, right. let's, let's just stop that bit. right now. Yeah. yeah. So that's really helpful. Yeah. So, um, also a therapist that may work for some people will not work for everybody. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, for example, like I am fortunate enough to get referrals from clients that I've worked with before. Like they refer their people to me, yeah. which is kind and awesome and wonderful. Um, the thing is, like, I may have had a really awesome, great connection. therapeutic alliance and awesome connection, and with I just am, person. like, with that person. Mm-hmm. But then their people come in, and the connection is just not there. Right. And, and they're just like... Why did I get referred to this? Right. But like, like, this is not... This is not working for, for me. me. But it's because it's an actual, like, relationship with a person. Yes. The same way you have, like, a favorite... I don't know, professor, you have a favorite, yes. every, everything you've got a favorite, favorite grocer. I, I was telling her I have favorite <laughs> grocers. I have favorite, there's a favorite gas station attendant. I kid you not. Like you gotta you have know, your favorites. You gotta have you your know? faves and it, it's just an individual thing. So you can't just think that one person's going to work for everybody. Of yeah. course you're like a very friendly person. So that's always going to be in your benefit, but sometimes maybe people want a more, they need something driven, like a dr- like a drill. Some people truly pro- yes. probably would benefit from like a ball busting therapist. Yes, I don't know many therapists who are like that, but I'm sure they exist. I'm they just trying do, to think of yeah. other types. Of but like people. it's you know, and so it's you know, try it out, and if after a few sessions you're just like, I don't get it. Oh, this isn't. You have every single right. Like, and I think this is the other part. Like people just think they're kind of just stuck with a therapist, right? Or that they're bad if they. Oh, well, or it's if my I fault. quit or I don't yeah. keep going, like. That's bad. I'm no. Yeah. Like, if it's not working for you, it's not working for you. It's okay. So yeah. just call it good. Yeah, you move know? on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So give yourself permission to be okay with not accepting bad therapy. There you go. I mean, because you are <laughs> literally start. paying for it. So yes. why yes. would you pay for bad therapy? Don't do it. Don't do Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Live and learn and get a new one. There yeah. <gasps> 
We were also, in future uh-huh. podcasts, I'm going to say this now so we remember, uh-huh. how to break up with a therapist. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's... So when yeah. you <clears throat> feel your time is done, right? how to break up with a therapist. Oh so gosh. stay tuned for that one. Yep. Future episode. That's it. Because I guess what... Spoiler alert. I did it kind of bad. And then Emily told me how uh, people have, on occasion, done it right. But most people do it bad. So don't be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Most... The majority, including therapists, like... It's bad because it's, it's, it's awkward, awkward it's and you don't really know what you're doing and uh-huh. you're like, so have a good life. Yeah. And see you never. Like, it's just super right. weird. Yeah. There's not like a mic drop moment. Mm-mm. I don't know. But no. anyway, so we yep. got to remember to talk about yeah, that in future episodes. In future, stay tuned. Anyway, so just reminding you guys to check out the website, emilyknewbold.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Mental Health Moment. And we also like to thank Jonathan Colton for the music. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now.